Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Marriage in Transition podcast. It's Sean and Lynette here. And listen, we're here to help you create connection through uncontrollable change in your marriage because change is certainly uncontrollable. (laughs) Uh, It's based on our book, Marriage in Transition. And I want to read a review that someone left. And they said, it's actually from Scott and Vanessa. And they left this. It's, this is such an amazing resource for your marriage filled with practical tools and spiritually based that will help equip you in any transition season of your marriage in your life. Sean and Lynette give amazing insight and wisdom into marriage topics, and we love all of the resources they provide. Buy the book, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. (laughs) Your marriage will be blessed by it. So thank you so much for leaving that review. And if you've read the book, we want to hear from you. So make sure you leave a review for the book, but then also leave a review for our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And so today we're diving into a discussion that is so near and dear to our hearts. It really is. We're going to talk about how to see the big picture. Um, Seeing the big picture is everything. Um, The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. When we can't see clearly, Mm -hmm. then we stumble all over ourselves, right? But when we have a clear vision, we can do amazing things together as a husband and wife team. And so we want to talk about how you guys can build together on a plan once you see clearly the pathway that God has for you all, right? Because transitions are going to test your unity, okay? It's going to test what you're about. And so couples really, really, really need to have a clear picture of where your home is heading. And so we want to talk about how you guys can achieve a healthy and successful vision for your relationship. Are you ready, Lynette? I'm ready. Then let's Go! go! So many years ago, Lynette and I, we reached a point where we were very frustrated with where we were Mm -hmm. in our overall, like, just life. (laughs) You know, uh, our goals weren't being met. Our fulfillment was low. And uh, I remember one day we would usually go sit down and eat at Denny's at that time. And we were sitting down at Denny's and I would order Moon Over My Hammy. So good. Mm. Moon on Best Miami used to be listen, sandwich. Yeah, ever. they used to be a great sandwich back in the day. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's back then, Moon over Miami was everything, right? So mm. we were sitting down, and she and I we began to talk about that, and we would also get the buffalo chicken strips with the blue cheese. Now those were good. Those were so good. Um, I don't think I can do them now. No, but back then, <laughs> we so to the point. We oh, were okay. we were sitting down talking about our dreams and our goals and we begin to voice like some of the unmet needs and expectations out of life Mm -hmm. as a whole Um, not just with one another but just we we believed that God was calling us for more um, as a as a team you know as a couple and so we we pulled out a napkin and we grabbed a pen and we began to write out some of our goals we began to dream in a Denny's <laughs> and we begin to write out on a napkin, some of our needs based on our values. Yeah. Um, and we realized that we weren't really fulfilling what our core values were. We were just living day to day. Yeah. And yep. we're just going through the motions mm-hmm. of whatever the day demanded 
was what we gave instead of determining what to do within the day based on our dream, Mm -hmm. right? Our days were formed around responding to life rather than our days being shaped by what God had given us in our dream. Yeah. And it's very important that your world be framed by vision rather than um, you just kind of falling into a a daily routine um, that is not based on a dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that it's real important for each couple out there to get a big picture, to see the big picture of what God has for you and your spouse, and if you have children, what he sees for your children. Um, and and I like to challenge couples, you know, what are the next three to five years yeah. look like, yeah. you know, for you as a couple? That's what I was about to ask or mention is it may be a little hard for people because they may be in the thick mm-hmm. of a transition. And yep. so all they see is their situation and their struggles. Mm-hmm. And so a really good way to come out of that and try to look, to the future is three to five years down the line. Just dream, take the limits off Mm -hmm. and just dream. What could you do if money wasn't an issue, Mm -hmm. if time wasn't an issue, uh, if the moon lined up with the planet, (laughs) just what are some things that you want to do? What's in your heart? Yeah. And one of the things that helped us later on, you know, it started off as napkins, but eventually we've, we've matured we bought some yeah, paper yeah it, 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 it we we upgraded um and then we discovered pastor jimmy evans vision retreat we did and and that really helped us take it to the next level mm-hmm. um and on that retreat we we got away for a couple of days yep. We just, I remember we just took that, a 35 40 minute drive yeah at yeah. that time we were living in fort worth right. we ended up going to las colinas yeah and we just kind of hung out at a hotel and we we walk through like some of the questions and answers that he had within the the, the guide, and it really was eye opening. Yeah, it helped us to put to words all of these things that God had placed in our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says God will give you the desires of your heart. And I don't think that that just means that he answers the prayers of your desires. I think God actually gives you his desires. And then when we agree with what it is that he said, he brings that things to pass. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we began to put words to the imagery that we had in our minds. And then we began to agree on it. Yeah. In our last episode, we talked about the power of submitting to God and then surrendering to one another. And so being in agreement was important. Uh, we wrote those things down. Yeah. And let me tell you, we prayed over them. And I don't want to over-spiritualize it because, I mean, you still got to put in work. Mm-hmm. But it begins with reconnecting to your heavenly source. Yeah. And so we needed a, a, a carved-out time to get to the the root of what we believed and what we needed as a team. Mm-hmm. And so it started off in the Denny's, napkin in the knee, upgraded to the vision retreat. And right now... Uh, Pastor Jimmy and Karen Evans that came up with the Vision Retreat Guidebook. Yeah. And this is phenomenal. And I love the the subtitle here is Establishing a Yearly Vision Retreat for Your Marriage and Family. Mm-hmm. And so if you guys have not gotten your copy of this, you can go to visionretreat.com. And then we encourage you guys, as soon as you can plan a vision retreat, get it. And so here's the thing that I want to say about the vision retreat. You just need a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You're not looking for a week. If you, you can, that'd be great. I mean, <laughs> if you if you want to do it like that, you yeah. absolutely can. But if not, you know, two, three days, just a few 
minutes or mm-hmm. hours away, do a staycation somewhere. Yeah. And it's really carving out time for God to speak to your hearts. And then you do need a little bit of time to discover what's in your heart. Yeah, of I mean, course. it's not a fast. Yeah, and, you know. and what we've discovered is where there's no vision, right, yeah. the people perish. One translation of that is where there's no prophetic insight of the future, the people cast off restraint. So if we don't see ahead, our hope is diminished. Mm-hmm. And, and hope deferred makes the yeah. heart sick. And so sometimes you guys aren't getting to these these expectations within your heart because they haven't been clearly mapped out and you guys haven't put together a solid plan as to how to actually accomplish what it is that you truly want within your lives. And so it's, it's so important that you get on the same page and say, you know what? Um, oh, I just had this thought. What, what, what? Share it, share it. You know, I, I sense that some people may say, you know, I don't have time for this. We we don't have time. We're, we're, we're juggling so many things and all the rest of this. But sometimes you're busy, but not effective. Mm. And busyness does not equate success necessarily, yeah. right? And so sometimes it's about the rest. Mm. And in that rest, you get clarity. Yes. And when you have clarity, then you can get to your destination actually sooner with less damage incurred along the way, mm-hmm. right? We, we we need time to assess the past, yeah, but that's why your rearview mirror is smaller than your front, you know, yeah. uh, uh, your, your driver's uh, uh, windshield, right? <laughs> you you want to be able to see more ahead of you instead of focusing on all that is behind you. Yeah. But if all of a sudden, if we were to take your front windshield and just cover it with mud, it's really hard. So you could be going fast yeah. and you could be putting in a lot of energy, but you actually could be on your way to a car wreck because you can't see clearly what's ahead of you. And so a vision cleans out that windshield so that you guys can learn from the past, but Mm -hmm. then move forward into a great future. Now, this is so practical, but this is what a vision retreat will do for you, an annual vision retreat will do. So you have your vision retreat, and let's just say one of the things that you discover within your marriage that you want to maintain our family outings, weekly mm-hmm. family outings. This so is big, it y'all. could be elaborate or it can be really, really simple going mm-hmm. to a free museum or something, right? Let's fast forward to six months after the retreat. Mm-hmm. You're in a time of transition. Yep. You're in a time of, of change, you know, whether with the kids or, you know, an aging parent comes to stay with you guys and the temperature or the climate of your home is just really overwhelming mm-hmm. and stressful. Here's the thing though, because in your vision retreat, you have mapped out that one of the things that you want to do is have a weekly uh, family time. Mm-hmm. That during when during that time of transition and change, you have a family time. You have a moment where you can breathe. Yeah. You have a moment where you can just relax mm-hmm. and enjoy one another. Forget about the stress of the job mm-hmm. or whatever else you're having to deal with, but you can focus on what matters. Yeah. That's what a vision retreat does is yeah. it it's not the answer to all in right. the sense of like your problems are going to go away. No, but it gives you these anchors yes. that shape the character of your family. So when we think about a great family legacy, right? Um, it's not just the end that matters. It's not like one day, 
uh, by itself that shapes a great family legacy. If you want to change your family line and you want a blessed family legacy, and for some of you all, you're going to be the first generation of what a healthy yes. marriage looks like. Yes. Right? And it's so exciting to yeah. think of. Yeah. I love but, that. But it doesn't happen because you just wanted it to happen. It happens because you plan these weekly traditions. Yeah. It happens because you plan some financial goals and then you got to work a budget every month. And you save a little bit along the way and you invest a little bit over time. And then eventually you have a greater harvest. And so when you want this healthy nucleus of a family that's a really tight family that meets up later on in your aging years and grandbabies is coming together at a family, you know, dinner at the house around the holidays. Well, that starts with having weekly meetings while they're sixth graders or yeah. while they're seniors in high school and you guys make a commitment to say at least once a week, we're going to yeah. do dinner, right? You're embedding within them a culture yes. that future generations now can honor. But it all began with you guys dreaming about mm -hmm. what, what do we want our home to look like? I know where we came from. Right. I know what our family may have done. But we need to establish what our home, what's the yes. culture of our home? What yes. are we going to carry? What Here's, here's a, a phrase that I love. What are we going to be known by? Yeah, I love that. What are we going to be known by yeah. as our family? If somebody from the outside looked at your family, they would say, man, they're so blessed. I see this tradition yeah. that they don't compromise on. This is what they do. They're defined by um, this culture of love and community. And and I, I want to say this. This is so important. When you think of generational legacy, seeing the big picture, what it, what it means is you're so focused on future generations that you're unshaken by temporary circumstances. Mm. That's what happens when you get a vision. You have a dream that's so big. That's why we wrote this book. This is this is my heart this right here, heart, man. This is the heart, yeah. This is this is Lynette and I. Yep. If you could take our heart and put it on a platter, when you get to this chapter right here, woo, boy, you 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 you're diving into something that's real deep right here. The desire yeah. of our heart is that you guys will be so focused on future generations. And the legacy that yes. God is birthing through you, that you will be unshaken by the temporary circumstances and your seasons may change. Yeah. But your faith in God, your traditions that you've built that are facilitating this legacy, they will not be shaken. Yeah. And then you're establishing roots. Hmm. And these roots will lead to generational fruit of blessing and, and generational legacy that will continue, right? Because you're looking at your own home and you're saying, this is who we need to be. Yeah. This is who we're going to be. When we think of, um, you know, pandemics, political unrest and economic uncertainty, and only God knows what else is coming, right? But you remain undeterred. You remain strong yeah. within your faith, strong within your convictions. And you guys create these traditions that are unique to you, that outlast your transitions. Yeah. That right there is a powerful family. Yeah, yeah. And it takes grit to do that. Yes. It takes boldness to do that. It, it takes someone who's willing to stand in the face of change and transition to mm -hmm. say, you know what? I see you. I'm not in denial. I'm no. not oblivious to the yep. things that are going on. But yeah. as for me and my and house, my house that's right. this is how we're going to act. This is the culture of our home mm -hmm. in spite of the transitions. Mm -hmm. I love because what you were saying, transitions come and go. They, there are seasons, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can't stop them from coming. Right. But, but you don't want you don't want to compromise your values on something temporary. Right. And yeah. and I'll, I'll give an example of this when I think um, about our marriage and I think about 
some of the difficult seasons that we went through. Um, there was a time when, um, you know, both our oldest and our middle daughter were hospitalized and they were hospitalized at some very difficult times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Brandon, our, our son, when he went in, uh, he couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it, it was for a while and he was hospitalized for quite some time. We still, even in the hospital while, you know, uh, he's got breathing mask on him and his, you know, his body was just struggling to breathe. We still were watching movies together as yep. a family. Mm-hmm. We still prayed together as a family. The girls were still in the hospital room and we were all together as a family. We weren't going to break our tradition yeah. of praying with our kids and speaking faith and, and having our family time eating and movie yeah. time together, even in the hospital. Yep. We were still doing it. I can't tell y'all how many times we watched Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> In that hospital room <laughs> while he was laying in that hospital bed. And seriously, guys, that was a difficult time. Yeah. It was a really tough season. But Lynette and I, we found th- that we still had to make the most of it. We still had to have hope, even in a dark season. Mm-hmm. Um, our our daughter, Brianna, she was in the hospital and she had, what was she, one and a half? She was, was one, and, one half. and a half while I, I was pregnant with Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so... Lynette went into labor um, while Brianna was in the hospital. And Brianna was in the hospital and she couldn't breathe. The doctors couldn't figure out why she couldn't breathe. And when I say she couldn't breathe, her chest would sink in. And and it was literally, you could just see her rib cage while she was breathing in. She couldn't eat food. Uh, She couldn't really swallow. So she was losing weight rapidly. And then she couldn't breathe at the same time. And I'll never forget while we were in the hospital at that time, I was thinking to myself of, you know, her future and our family's future. And I was struggling. I was like, God, where are you? You know, why can't the doctors figure this thing out? And then my wife goes into labor and she, well, um, early labor. at that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was what, a month early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here she is in one hospital. She's birthing, you know, a child in the other hospital. She couldn't be with the baby mm-hmm. because Brianna was struggling in one hospital and she was giving birth to Brittany at the same time. So I had uh, uh, my babies in one hospital and another hospital and we were stretched in and, and, and I was about to lose it. And I went downstairs and I prayed uh, while I was in the emergency room with uh, or ICU with Brianna. And I talked to God about it because that was a really tough season. And. I realized in that moment, like, God was like, do you trust me? Mm -hmm. Do you trust me with your future? Do you trust me with your family? And that was really a challenging and trying time for me where I had to really look at my faith and say, you know what, God? I'll trust you if it goes really well. I'll trust you that she's in your hands if things don't turn out the way I want. But right now, I'm realizing my future legacy, our future destiny is within your hands, Mm -hmm. God. And we're going to trust you to make the most out of this difficult circumstance. And God blessed. Yeah. Come to find out she had enlarged tonsils tonsils and and anoids. She had her surgery and we ended up taking Christmas pictures in the hospital. (laughs) And Brianna, we still have the picture to this day. She was super tiny with a big old smile on her face, even though she was in the hospital. We came back together and we've never forgotten that. And we continue to see now, all these years later, that baby that was in the hospital while she was struggling now is using those tonsils, using her throat yes. to sing, to lead worship. And we're watching her walk in her destiny. Brandon's leading worship and walking in his destiny. Yeah. And we fought even in the hospital. 
to continue to speak life over them and to continue to have our traditions in those difficult times. You know, what's what one of the things that we did and continue to do is share with them the stories of our struggles. Yeah. And their struggles when they were younger. Yep. Um, and not letting them grow up thinking that from the jump we had it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, but really letting them know that, yes, we're headed somewhere, but this was our foundation. Yeah. And we, we went through these struggles and mm-hmm. you were with us. And you may not remember it all, but yeah. we remember it. Yeah. And it keeps them humble. Yeah. It keeps us humble. You know, and it allows them to walk with to walk in their legacy with integrity yeah and having some skin in the game yeah knowing that this is bigger than just right now their life That's but right. constantly when we talk about our vision and when we talk about legacy we even talk about the grandchildren that we don't even have yet mm-hmm. you know and so they are picking out names and they are picking out their names for, yeah, us. for us. I told him I don't want to be called just grandma. I mm-hmm. want a, a blinging name. I need something. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but it's just fun to help them dream past yeah, the moment. Their moment. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, a powerful thing. Yeah. So I want to encourage anybody who's, you know, listening to this that even in the the most difficult season where it looks really Uh, bleak, you know, and you don't have that much hope and you're kind of barely hanging on and you're saying, man, I really wish that we had what you guys have and and all that because we've seen people comment on some of our videos and they'll say that. And I'm telling you, please don't think that it was always sunshine for us. Mm -hmm. We 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 had a vision at a really difficult time Mm -hmm. and we didn't just have, you know, this overnight success and and a great marriage. You know, this was something that we were almost done. Yeah. We were about to get a divorce. We were in that spot where we needed therapy, counseling, uh, hands laid on us, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> we needed anointing oil. We, we, we needed, needed mediation. <laughs> we needed a vision retreat book. Yeah. We needed everything. So please don't think that, you know, we're, we're, you know, something other than, yeah. you know. This has been a walk from the jump. Yeah. There and was so, no sprints. It's just been a constant walk. But I'm telling you, the game changer for Lynette and I, we had to have a vision. Mm-hmm. We needed something that would pull us together that we would hope for, yep. even against all hope. So when the situations look hopeless and, and as if we weren't going to make it, we dreamed forward, we declared what it was that we dreamed, and we watched God bring us into it. And one of the phrases just popped up in my Talk head. Talk about it. Yes. One of the phrases that y'all can, we, y'all can borrow this. we said often during those times, and mm-hmm. we would say it when we didn't like one another, <laughs> we would say it when our finances didn't line up with well, what we wanted, mm-hmm. and w- this is what we said, our now does, does not, not exist, exist in, in our future. future. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in that thick of it and it's just kind of like, I'm I'm through, yeah. I'm over it, just say to yourself, my, my now, now does not exist in my future. So let me not make a decision, uh, a, a permanent decision in a temporary situation yeah. that's going to hurt me in the long run. Uh, we love you guys. We hope that you all are encouraged by this podcast. Yeah. Please don't forget to leave a review yes. and share it with someone. Until next time, God bless you. See you later.